Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. You got me tickled over here. All right. Hello, everybody. Hope you are doing well tonight. Okay. I am over this heat. I know I say this at the beginning of our podcast for the last several days. I get it. But my word, when you go outside at 730 at night and it's still 94 degrees, that is a problem. Don't you think it is a problem? problem. Yeah, definitely. All right. We'd like to do a quick shout out to Melbourne, Victoria. Yay. Thanks, Melbourne, for listening and sharing and downloading. We're so excited to be in Australia. We'd like to actually be in Australia. Is it cooler in Australia right now? Oh, I doubt it. Probably not. No. Oh, well, okay. But I I still would like to go there. But I would like to go there. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. All right. So you can check us out at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call 251-244-4645. Or you can email us at drjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. All right. (laughs) <laughs> here we go uh, okay guys everyone yes yes my wife and i had a very very deep conflict we did yes and it was over julius caesar my yes my wife says it's way too serious yes it is it is because you know we like to do fun facts and here you are talking about caesar and gladiators and people die <laughs> Well, to me, that's cool. Well, to most normal people, it's not. The operative word, I think, there is normal. And I love you dearly, but neither one of us are normal. So I am hijacking your facts today. (laughs) And I've got some fun facts. So here we go. Let's listen to some fun facts. Okay. Get Caesar out of the room. Go ahead. Caesar's gone. Yes. All right. Well, I've got some dog facts today because we all know that I love dogs and I love our puppy and he's so much fun. So Dalmatians are born without spots. Did you know that? No. They're born with plain white coats with their first spots appearing after they are one week old. Dalmatians are cool. Yay. I love puppies. I do too. All right. Now, you know how you're always loving to smell the dog's paws, which I think is really kind of strange, but you do like to do that. You know that? Yeah, yeah. That's normal. Oh, okay. (laughs) There's that word again. All right. All right. All right. right. Anyway, did you know that dogs sweat through their foot pads and that helps them cool? Did you know that? Well, maybe that's why I smell his paw. Well, it's clean too. I put it well, in my nose, and I try. I don't know. It's kind of like uh, it, it just feels kind of cool. It's rather strange. Well, you're smelling his sweat, so just saying. All right. Did you know that greyhounds are the world's fastest dog, and they can run up to forty-five miles per hour? I knew they could run fast. But yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I think you've talked about this one before. Every dog has a unique nose print with no two alike. 
We need to get size nose print. Do you think he'd like us to do that? Yeah. All right. Right. Why not? Okay. So one more. The Basenji, and I don't know if I've said that correctly or not, is an African wolf dog. He does not bark in a normal way. There's that word. But he may yodel or scream. Is that what he does? He yodels or screams when he's excited. What you think about that? That might be, yeah, that might be a fun dog to get. Basenji, B-A-S-E-N-J-I, African wolf dog. I don't know. Maybe when Sai passes on, we'll we'll look into getting one of those. Okay, I won't. Nope, nope, nope. Okay, so I had the facts today. I hijacked the facts. All right. I, I liked your facts. They were well, thank fun. you. Thank you very much. All right. I'm looking at the Basenji Wolfhound. They're kind of interesting looking dogs. Kind I don't of, know. Uh, it take, only a mother could love them. Yeah. I think I'm going to take it back. I don't think I want one of them. But if you have one and you love it, that is great. But yeah, I, I think I like mutts. Our dog's a mutt. So I like him. He's an Akita boxer, German shepherd mm-hmm. mix. Yes, he's our puppy and we love him. Maybe, yes. Maybe our next dog we'll call Julius Caesar. Okay, <laughs> then. Yes, All yes. right. You have this yes, thing yes. for Caesar. Okay, so what are we talking about today? Oh, it's nothing about Caesar. It was just, no. uh, I was looking at the facts and I figured out. I know. But you said, yeah. Dr. No. J is too deep for everyone. Yeah, we want fun facts, and those just, those were interesting. We're learning something facts, but they weren't, you know, we like to be quirky and fun, and that just wasn't fun. Mm -hmm. So I I love you dearly, though. So we've learned a lot. Okay, we've had some fun facts. Now we're going and we're diving deep. Let's do it. Let's do it. You know, we can show in Scripture, at least I hope we can. I know we can. Mm -hmm. Right, uh, that God exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, God doesn't really try to convince people. In Genesis one, this is in the beginning. God, He doesn't make a case Mm-mm. to get people to believe God exists. He assumes we do, because we should know He exists. We should know He exists. Yes, uh, but for people that uh, maybe, how about are there are there interesting aspects? logical arguments and mm-hmm. uh, that point to the existence of God. Right. And I would say unequivocally, uh, yes. Definitely. Definitely. The first one is the cosmological argument. Now, you don't okay. have to remember all these words. I don't. Okay. <laughs> well, well, go ahead. It's cosmological argument. Go ahead. Right. Cosmological. Okay. You don't necessarily, unless you really want to, remember what the t- what the word is. Remember okay. the information. That's the most. Sounds good. This argument suggests that the universe must have had a cause or a creator. The universe is finite, and therefore there must have been something that caused it to exist. Mm-hmm. And here's some examples of that argument. Okay. The first is cause and effect argument. Now, All right. Kind of common sense. True. Everything that exists must have a cause. Since the universe exists, it must have had a cause. This cause must be something that is uncaused or self-existent, which we might call God. 
Mm, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, it was not a big bang. No. 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 <clears throat> uh, the argument from contingency. Ooh, big word. Everything in the universe depends on something else for its existence. That's mm-hmm. just logic. If we trace this chain of dependence back far enough, we must arrive at something that exists necessarily without depending on anything else. That necessary being is what we would call God. Very good. Love it. The argument from the beginning of the universe. Science tells us that the universe began to exist at a point in the past. It had a beginning. Mm -hmm. Since something cannot come from nothing, there must have been a cause of explanation for the universe's beginning. This cause must be something that exists outside time and space, which what we would call and mean God. Mm. Good. For instance, uh, I oft, I've had a few atheists in my time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and where they believe nothing created something. Right. And usually in the past I've had people, I've had people, uh, Art, you know, good, mm-hmm. nice art on my walls. Yes. And I would point to the painting or drawing or mm-hmm. both. Right. And I would say, what is this? Mm-hmm. They would say, that's a painting. Mm-hmm. Um, did someone paint this? Mm-hmm. They would say, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and I would say, how do you know? Did you see them do it? Ah, very good. Yes. And they would say no, but because of complexity, it's it's it took intelligence, it took imagination, it took um, creativity. There mm-hmm. had to be someone that created it. Absolutely. Really? Ah, yes. Let's go back to the God discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Love it. That's good. Then there's the argument from design. Mm-hmm. The universe exhibits complex and orderly patterns that suggest the presence of a designer. Mm. This designer must be intelligent, powerful enough to create the universe, self-existent, which we would identify as God. Mm -hmm. Now, let me give you a for instance. A lot of scientists want to say, and there's a lot of creation scientists that leave the Bible and science, and they both... There's no contradiction, and I believe right. that. I fall in that category. Yes. Um, but there's some that say, just start with a bang. <clears throat> okay. That begs <laughs> the argument. Number one, what created the Big Bang? Right. Right. Something had to cause it. Yeah. I mean, I don't buy that theory, but no. if you want to follow it, let's follow it logically. Right. And then they usually get mad at you when you say that because they don't have an answer. Yeah. Um, also, if we dropped a hundred tons of dynamite in the woods, in the backyard, mm-hmm. or in, you know, in our woods, <laughs> yeah, um, it would be like all the wood, the pieces of wood, and all the pieces coming down from the explosion, <laughs> coming down and perfectly creating and designing a perfect house. And that's not going to happen. So why on earth would people think that that happened to the universe, to the world? 
being created. I just don't get it. It makes no sense. <laughs> well, God does not believe in atheists. No, no, definitely. Definitely not. He says only if a fool says in his heart, there is no God. Right. Right. That, that's, that's true. Psalms 14. Yes. Um, Romans 1 talks about how many people, men, women, have repressed the truth to believe mm-hmm. a lie. Yes. Because creation cries out, there's a God. Creation, yes. the animals, the sky, the moon, mm-hmm. the sun, the creation mm-hmm. cries out, there's a God. Right. When people repress that. They create their own gods and false religions. Yes. So that they can sin and do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I used to do it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It just, but I don't know. I just feel like if people would really stop long enough and really think things through, they would realize how ridiculous some of these theories are. Um, but they don't want to do that. And it's just so unfortunate because you can't build something from a bang. It destroys things. Bangs destroy things. You know, you blow things up. Disorder does not create order. Very good point. Very good point. Yeah. Unless you're the elite group that's controlling the world with their little shadow government. That creates disorder in order for them to create order. Yes, true, that true. And, subject, so. Well, yeah, that's a, a subject for another day. But <laughs> yeah, definitely, I just I just don't understand it. Okay, secondly is the theological argument. You don't have to remember that unless you want to look it up and do more research. Theological? Theological. This is what it means. Okay, all right. This, this argument is also known as the design argument. It okay. suggests that the complexity and order of the universe, living organisms, suggests that there's a designer and that the designer is God. Okay. Here's some examples of that argument. The fine-tuning argument. This argument asserts that the physical constants and laws that govern the universe are finely tuned to allow for life to exist. The odds of the occurring by chance are so astronomically low that it mm-hmm. is more reasonable to conclude that an intelligent designer, self-existent, all-powerful, all-knowing, omnipresent, personal God created it all mm. to exist. Some of the laws that do not change, okay? Okay. And by the way, this contradicts evolution. All right, good. Uh, Newton's law of motion. Mm. Okay. The law of conservation of energy. Mm-hmm. The law of conservation of mass, the law of gravity, the mm-hmm. law of thermodynamics, and there's no indication these change or are changing because they mm-hmm. were created by a creator to create order. There you go. Yeah. Then there's the biological argument that God exists. Okay. This argument points to complexity and intricacy of living organisms as evidence of design. The way that various parts of organisms work together to promote survival, Mm -hmm. reproduction suggests that they were caused by an intelligent designer rather than the arising purely through chance. Here's some facts about the human body. And this is just the human body. All right. The human nose can detect over one trillion different scents. I don't know how they did that, by the way. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Okay. Uh, a human brain contains over 100 billion neurons. Wow. The human heart beats around 100,000 times per day. Mm-hmm. The human body is made up of 60% water. Mm. The human eye can distinguish over 10 million colors. The human tongue contains over 10,000 taste buds. Mm. The human liver can regenerate itself up to 75% of its damage. That's amazing. The human skeleton is made up of 206 bones. The human Mm. body produces enough saliva in a lifetime to fill two swimming pools. That's crazy. I mean, that's just a few very interesting facts Mm -hmm. about the intricacies and, and the creation that God made within the human body. It did not happen coming from an organism to a fish to a monkey. Yeah, it didn't happen that way. Definitely not. Mm. You know, a lot of people say, if God did a miracle, I would believe it. But he does miracles every day. Look at ourselves, you know? I mean, we are a miracle just the way our body was made. Well, let's look at this for a second. If God, you know, people say, if I saw God part the Mississippi River or (laughs) Gulf of Mexico, right? uh, Maybe I'd believe. Yeah, yeah, I'd believe then. Mm. But it's interesting. I believe that if God would have just left that ability to part a sea, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we would have come up with a scientific explanation for it. You're right. And we see, as you just said, miracles every day. Human yeah. life is a miracle. It is. We it know, is. We know the dynamics to how that happens. You know, mm-hmm. we don't need to get into that because we have no. They have young youngsters out there. Watch right. the Animal Planet. You'll learn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but it's more than that. Science doesn't really understand how that actually works to create a human being. Right. Because it's a miracle, and we see mm-hmm. it every day. But yet, we people say they need to see a miracle. Yeah. Hmm. Um, you know, Jesus told the rich, the rich man mm-hmm. uh, as he was in, he was in hell. Right. He said, uh, he said, please, please go tell my brothers about this place so that they don't come here. He said, look, even if someone rose from the dead, he was talking about himself. They wouldn't right. believe. They wouldn't yeah. believe. Hmm. Because salvation's a miracle. Mm-hmm. I mean, if people knew my story before salvation, mm-hmm. that's a miracle. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, but Jesus' resurrection, mm-hmm. people say, well, wait out of here whenever. But go to, <laughs> go to his tomb. Go to yeah. his tomb. They yeah. know where it is. Right. Yeah. It's empty. It is. It is. Uh, the mm. argument from consciousness. Okay. This argument posed uh proposes that the existence of consciousness is evidence of a divine creator, a divine mm. designer. The mm-hmm. fact that we are self-aware, that we're cognizant, uh, self-aware beings with the ability to reason and reflect on our own existence points to a higher power that created mm-hmm. us with these capacities. Mm-hmm. We are the only species that is cognizant that we're going to die someday. True. We are the only species, I believe, that really, really uh, is able to communicate in complex words. Mm-hmm. And just from our perspective, the only species that knows that there's eternity. Right. That's true. That's true. Uh, 
And, and that's pretty interesting. God created us in his image. Yes, he did. With intelligence, with the ability to communicate, with knowing there's eternity, knowing he exists, mm-hmm. with uh, relationships, God's relational, yes. with the desire to live forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's from God. Absolutely. The argument from beauty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Argue, this argument suggests that the beauty and order we observe in the natural world is evidence of divine creator. The fact oh, that we can okay. appreciate the aesthetics of nature and find mm-hmm. it pleasing into the senses suggests that there is a purposeful designer behind it all. Mm. The rose. Mm. The tulips. Oh, I love tulips. Yes. Look yeah. at them under a microscope and they even are more amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Smell them. Mm-hmm. You see that, the God, that this is love. This is a beautiful thing. Absolutely. The mountains. Mm-hmm. The ocean. Yes. Um, the Grand Canyon, although that was formed probably during the flood, but it's mm-hmm. still part of the creation. Yes, it is. Yes. The universe, the stars, the moon, the, you know, the shapes of different people. They're funny. <laughs> true. And they usually have pets that look like them. <laughs> true, yeah, true. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Then there's the moral argument. Okay. This argument suggests that objective moral values and duties exist, that there requires a moral lawgiver. Hmm. And God is the ultimate source of moral values and duties. So the moral argument from objective moral standards basically states that if objective moral values exist, that there must have been a transcendent source of its foundation, which is the creator. Mm -hmm. Every human being knows that murder is wrong. Oh, true. Very true. You can go as far to the most uh, primitive area in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of sin. It still happens, but they still mm-hmm. know it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Adultery, same thing. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, lying. Yes. Because written on our heart is the moral law. Mm-hmm. And God even came out and spelled it for us in the Ten Commandments. Yes. And that's why we need Jesus to to for the cross and uh, and, and the resurrection because He paid for our sin. Mm-hmm. Because we don't have to be just good. We have to be perfect. We mm-hmm. have to be holy. And Jesus paid for us, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes will not perish but have eternal life. So Amen. we put our faith in Jesus, and we are declared righteous that we have completed that moral law. We know mm-hmm. we're sinners, and we know we do wrong because of the moral law, which is from a moral law giver. And, you know, you were talking about the Ten Commandments and how everybody knows that murder is wrong and and all that. You know, people don't realize that many of our laws, the laws of the world, actually were modeled after the Ten Commandments. People would be shocked. Some people would be shocked to realize that. Um, But it's true. Um, uh, Many, many laws were patterned after the Ten Commandments. And, and, you know, the moral relativity postmodernism is right out of hell. Yeah, absolutely. You know, colleges and schools are teaching, you know, uh, and I used to believe that. I, mm-hmm. You know, your truth is not my truth. 
you know, and, and, and some schools are even teaching, you know, one plus one maybe isn't two, you know, to you it's three. And that's, yeah. that's excuse my language, it's asinine. <laughs> yeah, it's you're dumb. right. It's dumb. Yeah, it is. It is. It's it really logical. is. It's logical. It's demonic. We don't even know who we are anymore. <clears throat> yeah, you're right. And we see this, <clears throat> and we, if you say something's wrong, it, you have to understand and appreciate the other's perspective. Well, yeah. if you is murder wrong? I mean, everyone's going to say murder's wrong. How do yes. you know murder's wrong? How do you know murder's wrong? Well, I believe it's wrong. Well, but you just said everything's relative. Yeah. True, so, true. So mm. this is, but this is a sign, even though it's confused in our society. Right. That God exists. Yes. I feel passionate about that one. I agree. I agree because I, I feel the same way because, you know, just... The world today so wants to just do away with God, but if they only realized that the world is God, God made the world. We're here because he made us. And and if he hadn't made us, they wouldn't be able to not believe in him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just, I just, I'm passionate about it as well. The moral argument from moral accountability. This is another one. Okay. The arguments, this argument states that if there's more accountability and judgment, then there must be moral judge or creator who will hold us accountable to our actions. Mm-hmm. God has appointed ultimately the Lord Jesus to be that judge. That's true. So the fact that we have a code to judge mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. a prison system. Yes. We have uh, a judge. Yes. Is a visual of what's behind it in mm-hmm. a spiritual sense. Mm-hmm. enforcing law absolutely yeah so when we see a society going against the laws really they're going against god yeah they are they truly are the moral argument from the universality of morality mm-hmm. this argument states that since their moral values and duties are universal and mm-hmm. apply to all human beings they must have had a universal source of foundation which is the creator Mm-hmm. Overall, the moral argument for this existence of creator is based on an idea that objective moral values and duties require transcendent source, which is consistent with the concept creator, God. Mm. Very good. Uh, ontological argument. Mm, okay. Uh, Anselm's ontological argument. This is the argument that states that God is the greatest possible being that can be conceived, and the greatest possible being must exist in reality. Therefore, God must exist. Mm-hmm. What he's saying is the fact that we try to comprehend it. Right. And, f- and we know he really exists. Yes. Uh, Descartes' ontological argument. Descartes argued that the concept of God is self-evident and that existence is a necessary part of the concept of God. Therefore, God must exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But last but not least, and this is the final one that... <clears throat> I believe is one of the most powerful ones is the personal okay. experience argument. Yeah. Many believers claim to have had the personal experience of God, feelings mm-hmm. of his presence, hearing him speak. Um, and these experiences are subjective, but cannot be scientifically proven, but they are persuasive to those who've had them. So mm-hmm. things like changed hearts. Yes. Uh, miracles. Right. Comfort 
peace that passes all understanding, mm-hmm. no fear of death, mm-hmm. intuition, dreams, mm-hmm. a sense of the presence of God, and answered prayers. Absolutely. And opening up a scripture tells me, it tells us through personal experience that there is a God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's mm. look at the disciples very quickly. Okay. The disciples were cowards before the resurrection. They really were. <laughs> they yeah. really were. Yeah. Oh, Peter's like, I might die. I'm going to go hide out. I'm going to deny Jesus three times, go back to my old lifestyle, get mm-hmm. drunk and fish naked in a boat. <laughs> and that's what he did. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Life. Mm-hmm. And they were hiding. Yes. And Jesus appeared. Yes. And then the Holy Spirit came and they were empowered and they spoke bold, mm-hmm. boldly in front of people they were scared of before. Yes. And they died horrible deaths. Mm-hmm. People will rarely, rarely die for a lie. Absolutely. It's true. They willingly will. Mm-hmm. You're right. And so there's millions of those every day. Millions yes. of people, their lives have been changed. Uh, and if you're listening, yours, yours can be changed too by trusting yes. the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord. And yes. Amen. Amen. It can be. And I mean, God definitely changed our lives. We know that he did. And uh, he can change yours as well. Hmm. And God ultimately can take your life Take your mess, turn to mm-hmm. a message for his glory, for your good. Amen. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have an awesome day. Take care.